Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, ESPN Central Texas. That's some good music right there, in my opinion. That's some good music. Let's talk to a man now who is uh, quite the musicologist and showed it on the air the other night, the Baylor <laughs> BYU broadcast. Chris Spatola of ESPN joins us now. Uh, you were uh, you were showing your full uh, array of skills the other night, Chris. Well, I appreciate that, John. It's, yeah. uh, I wouldn't call it an array. Uh, <laughs> and uh, one of the skills I do have is uh, to make an ass of myself. So, uh, hey, look. Anything to entertain the Baylor fans. That is one of my main missions in life. I think I think you did that very well the other night. Uh, for those who didn't hear or haven't seen, uh, Langston Love got you going with uh, Love Machine. So uh, it was great. It was great, Chris. Well done. And glad you're coming back. Uh, first question for you, what, what were your first thoughts of our new Foster Pavilion? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, you know, I, I come from, you know, the, the Duke Cameron Indoor Stadium world of that size being what college basketball should be about. You know, Cameron's about 9,000, uh, so not much bigger than, than Foster. Uh, so the first thing I, I loved was the size of it. I think it's perfect. Uh, I love the construction. I love that, that the sides of it go vertical and um, that you're, you know, even if you're in the last row, you, you still feel right on top of it. Uh, it got louder than I thought it would get. Uh, it, it got really loud when, when Baylor went on its runs the other night. Um, so I was blown away. I, I really was. And it's obviously, you know, those two programs are so deserving of having a facility like that uh, and, and have absolutely earned it. So, and I'm happy to, for the fans, you know, to be able to enjoy a, a uh, taking Baylor basketball in a venue like that. it was I was blown away. It's absolutely pristine. I appreciate your perspective because you do games uh, not just in the Big 12 but all over the country, and you, you see the best of the best uh, home court advantages. And, you know, Coach Drew has been preaching for years about, hey, this is what it's like on the road. This is what we go up against on the road. And now it seems like Baylor is uh, has the same – sort of home court advantage that other schools have. Yeah, well, and it's a great point because, you know, I'm, I'm on the record. I, I think the Big 12 has the best collection of venues in college basketball. I mean, I, I, I won't go through the litany of them, but we know. I mean, the, the, the environments in this league are really tough. And so, you know, you, you've got to be able to maintain that home court advantage with with your own environment, and I, I certainly think the place now uh, gives it the opportunity to do that. But it is with with the environments and the in the atmospheres that this league presents, um, you've got to be able to keep up with that. And, and Foster Pavilion is is certainly right there. Chris, we haven't talked about this. What what are your thoughts about the uh, four new schools into the Big Twelve this year? You saw BYU and Baylor on Tuesday. You'll see Cincinnati and Baylor. You're doing that game coming up tomorrow night. Uh, man, those schools, uh, those two in particular. Well, of course, Houston, number two in the nation. But man, they have come in and have hit the ground running in the Big Twelve. Well, they've been better basketball additions than football, you know. And I, I understand the economics between football and basketball, but 
uh, it's amazing what, um, you know, look, three of those schools are traditional, you know, good basketball programs. Um, and then with UCF doing what they did to, to Kansas the other night and the environment that they presented for that game, uh, you know, obviously that's, uh, that, that's a great addition as well. But, I, you know, it's interesting, John, like BYU is a little bit different than, than the other three, like in terms of style, in terms of profile. And I think that's good. You know, I think it's good for the league to have a, a, a team like a BYU that runs offense the way it does, that defends the way it does. Um, you know, Cincinnati, for folks who haven't seen them, they're going to find out, like, they fit the Big 12 profile. You know, they're, they're going to slow the game down a little bit, but they're very long, they're athletic, they're really physical. Uh, Houston, obviously, fits that profile. So, um, I think the, I think it's tremendous. I, I think it continues to bolster a league that, don't take my word for it, has been the best in college basketball by any analytical standard. I mean, by any measure you want to use, the Big 12 has been the best. Uh, you add those four teams, and then, of course, you add what, we're, what the league's going to add next year. Um, I, I don't know if – look, I, I know you kind of have a sense if you're Brett Yormark and you're adding schools and you're trying to scoop up what you can – uh, I don't think he quite understood exactly how good uh, they were going to bolster the, the basketball product with all of these additions, but they certainly have. You mentioned Commissioner Yormark. You and Pete Souza had him on at halftime the other night. I, I hadn't had a chance to go back and watch that. What was the uh, what were the, your takeaways from that conversation? Yeah, he was first of all very complimentary of, of Foster Pavilion, um, and I. I <laughs> Look, when schools are investing in their sports programs to that degree, I think as a commissioner, you, you kind of you've you've got to be not just supportive, but you've got to you know sing the praises of that institution. And he was doing that certainly in the interview. Um, you know, I asked him actually uh, about that. You know, we hear a lot of talking heads like like myself, you know, sing the praises of the Big Twelve and how how strong it is. But I asked him why. Like, what makes this league as good as it is? Um, and he talked about the parity. And you hear the coaches. I know you – I mean, you talk to all these guys, John. Like, the, the fact that there's no bottom, you know, and, and there is absolutely a bottom. You go through these other power six leagues, there is absolutely a bottom in all of those other leagues. Um, there really doesn't – or hasn't been one in the Big 12. And, and he really – he talked a lot about that. Um and then, you know, it's amazing. Like, I, we, I got into, I asked him, you know, in your short tenure, what has been, I mean, he basically saved the Big 12. I don't think I'm telling anybody something they don't know. And I asked him, like, what are you the proudest of in your short tenure as the commissioner? And he talked about the television rights, which was a stroke of genius. I mean, to go out to, put, to, go out to market the way they did, um, ahead of time and, and to sort of respond to the Pac-12 turning down the, the initial rights deal that it was offered, which obviously in hindsight looks like a, a really bad strategic decision. Um, so I, I was fascinated, you know, by that kind of being his answer, uh, you know, the, the securing the league's rights deal and, and, and securing it financially to the degree that he did, um, giving the league the opportunity to go out and renegotiate here in a few years, um, so that, that was another takeaway from a, a guy who is uh, certainly in the early going here looks incredibly brilliant, 
And he remarked, he did say he's a basketball guy. I think people, basketball fans, again, I know football rules the world, uh, but he did mention that. He said, look, I come from the basketball space. I'm a massive basketball fan, uh, and so I'm proud of where this league is at in terms of its basketball product. Well, that's really interesting. Chris Chris Patola, our guest, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. What a week it has been in, uh, in college basketball, in the Big 12 and out. Uh, for the top five teams lost midweek. Are we in for uh, this kind of uh, season the whole year this year? I think we are. And I think, look, I've never been, I think Kansas is good. Uh, I think it's very hard. You can win a lot of games. I think it's very hard to win big with a center as your best player. And I think they've been saved a little bit by Kevin McCuller this year. He's having a hell of a year. Not just a Big 12 player of the year type of season, but he's He's having a national player of the year type of a year. He's going to have to sustain that because that team, as we saw the other night, can really struggle to score at times. And and Dickinson can be, you know, he's going to have to fight to stay out of foul trouble in this league. So I don't, I don't think they're as good as, as maybe the reputation was in the non-conference. Um, I think Houston is good, but as we, as we saw, you go on the road and in this league, if you can, you know, if you have a tendency to drought offensively at times, it can be a problem. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, playing on the road is going to be tough. Uh, I think you have to be able to score the basketball, uh, which Baylor can do, and I, I think that's one of the advantages that they will have moving through the schedule. Uh, but to answer your question, I, I do. I, I think this, you know, look, I, I think the winner of this league may win it by a game. We may come down to a tiebreaker. Like, I think it's going to be that type of a season given the way that it's played out so far. Wow. Uh, final thought, Chris, what are your thoughts about the new schools? We talked about them, the four new schools this year. Very good, very Big 12 ready in basketball. But I don't think any of them have faced the grind that they're going to see night in and night out in the Big 12. How much of a factor you think that might be as the season continues? Yeah, I think it's a factor. I do. And, you know, I, I think it's this is a league that has prepared – its teams better for the NCAA tournament than, than other leagues, for example, the Big Ten. Um, but I do think that grind can be an impact. And, and I think ultimately, you know, what is your identity? Like, for example, a BYU looks very good in the non-conference, but what has happened in their first two games, they have been exposed physically. They have not been able they, – they were out-physicaled and out-athleted by Cincinnati – uh, I thought the same against Baylor. Like, Baylor wanted to be physical uh, against them the other night, and they were. And I thought it wore Bay- uh, BYU down in the second half of that game. Um, you know, I think it's interesting with Houston. Obviously, you have a guy in Cryer who's been in the league, and he's a, a real important piece for them. I think defensively, they, they, will, they will travel. So I don't think the impact on them will be as much. Um, UCF is interesting because they got blown out in the game prior to beating Kansas. And then, of course, at home, uh, as, as Kansas typically does, wears a big target on its back. That crowd was on fire. But is that something UCF can sustain? I'm not, I'm not a huge, huge believer in that. So, look, this league has a way of wearing, wearing people down. And I think being a veteran and, and having gone through this grind is, is certainly helpful. Um, and it'll be interesting also, John, one last thought here. All of these teams are playing in Foster Pavilion for the first time. Yeah, what is right. the impact that has? I'll be curious to see what Baylor's record at home 
is by the end of the season. It's something to keep an eye on. Ooh, that's a really good point. Chris, great stuff. Great to visit with you. I really appreciate your time. Travel safe, and we'll see you there tomorrow night. You got it, John. I'll see you tomorrow, and I will not sing you out. I'll, I'll <laughs> leave that for the, the, the floor is yours if you would like to sing us out to a break. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. See Thanks you very much. Chris Spatola, uh, we appreciate him and his time, and you'll hear him on the broadcast tomorrow night, ESPN Television, Baylor and Cincinnati, the radio broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas, on the air at 630, tip-off at 7 for the Bears and the Bearcats. Second meeting all time between these two, and it comes up tomorrow. Thanks to Chris. Let's take a break. We'll be